If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is! Jesse Kelly show. Let's have some fun on a Friday and ask Dr. Jesse Friday and it's going to be a doozy. We need to talk about bricks apparently some more because it's a big deal and people want to know. Carlos Santana said something saying now he's apologizing for it. Of course, of course. More people getting what they voted for, FEMA training to take on the Kulaks, all that and so much more is coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. We're even going to talk about spaghetti. That's that's how in-depth we're getting tonight. But first, I want to begin right off the bat with this, and then we're going to move on, and we're not talking about it again the rest of the show. I understand the human beings... All of us, we have various coping mechanisms. We have various things we do to cope with a bad situation. I know that. I've explained to you before how, for me, it's laughter. When a situ- Well, I, as far as the healthier coping mechanisms go, for me, it's laughter. For, for you, maybe it's crying. Look, I, I, women are like that. I know women like that. You just got to cry it out. Maybe it's food. Maybe you eat your feelings. One of those type of people. I'm probably guilty of that too. 
Maybe you have other ones that are not that healthy, and you know that you don't, you're never getting judgment from me. Maybe you drink. Maybe when you had a bad day at the office, maybe you come home, grab a bottle of whiskey. Lord knows I've done it a million times. I'm not looking down on you. But maybe it's healthy. Maybe it's unhealthy. Maybe you work out. Maybe you go to the range. We all have coping mechanisms. It's part of the human experience. You learn over your life ways you deal with bad information. So saying that, I understand why what I'm about to say is happening. I'm just frustrated that it's happening. That was a long way of me saying I get it. But I woke up today, and I've spent the day kind of going through the different news articles and questions and stuff like that, just just getting ready for the night and getting ready for the weekend. And I've seen so much of this on the right that I think it's time we have a talk. I've seen so much of this. Oh, my gosh, look how cool Trump's mugshot is. Oh, wow, coolest mugshot ever. Whoa, boom, we got him now. I saw somebody saying, whoa, now you've crossed the line and you're going to reap the whirlwind. Man, look at Donald Trump. Buy my Trump mugshot t-shirt, 1999, baby. (laughs) Ha ha, the communists screwed up this time. And I think maybe, I think maybe it's time that we have a heart to heart. I understand the coping mechanism that comes from watching the current leader of the Republican party be indicted for the fourth time. So I understand that maybe cheering for the mugshot is just kind of a way we get by. Maybe maybe it's just the way we get, get through a bad situation, but I don't know if I can perfectly, perfectly describe the mentality of the communists versus the mentality of the right than this exact situation. The communists have now signed up the current leader for the Republican nomination for over 700 years in a federal penitentiary. He's almost 80. They have currently put in motion everything they need to put in motion to make sure Donald Trump dies in prison. They're going to arrest their political opponent, have arrested their political opponent. They plan on convicting him and imprisoning him in an election year. That's their mentality. And you juxtapose that one with the mentality on the right of, Aha! Party time, baby! Baby! MAGA for life! Look at that cool mugshot! Man, we got him this time, guys! We are fundamentally unserious they are so much more serious about destroying us than we are about taking them on unserious if it's a coping mechanism for you and you're down and out and you're just happy he did you did drop a cool mug shot out there I, I guess that's fine I guess, okay I get it that's what you need to get by but let's not pretend like Trump dropping a cool mugshot is some political win. We got him now, guys. Is it going to be a, a win when he goes to Fort Leavenworth? You going you going to rest your head easy at night that way? <laughs> okay. He's gone for life. He will uh, 
have to visit his wife and son through bullet, bulletproof gra- uh, glass the rest of his life. But dang, man, that mugshot was epic. It's pretty much a win-win for both of us. Unserious. And this is my frustration with Normie Norm, and it's probably yours too. Like, this is a game. This is my frustration with a lot of this stuff now, and it has been. You've heard me yelling and screaming about, uh, screaming about this without end. Where are our arrests? Why are we not arresting them? Why are we not impeaching them? Why are we not fighting back tooth and nail as if these are the very last days of the republic and we are descending into something else? But we're not. Instead, we're over here. MAGA t-shirt mugshot. Yeah, baby. Unserious. And you can be unserious. Look, maybe that's you. Maybe you've been cheering about it all day. Maybe you've already got your Trump mugshot t-shirt in the mail. And if that's the case, that's fine. That, that, that's fine. You do what you want. But you better understand they're not playing a game. They're not just having fun with it. Oh, don't get me wrong. They are most definitely having fun. It's like, what, do they actually measure him? You know, do they put him on a scale? It's, it's not like going to the veterinarian. They do not actually make you stand on the scale. But he's listed as a white male. His hair color is listed as blonde or strawberry. <laughs> is that a nice way to say orange? Mm. Uh, blonde or strawberry. His eye color is listed as blue. His height is listed as six foot three. And his weight is listed... 175. 2-15. <laughs> 6-3, 2-15, people pointed out as the exact dimensions of Lamar Jackson, the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know if the control room has a, has a Lamar Jackson. I mean, the, the, the resemblance is uncanny. Is. And if that's what you're trying to say, I think. Odd. The communist is having himself a little giggle fit because he knows he's about to throw his political opponent in a cage. Our side's popping party poppers today because we got a cool muggy. Only one side is interested in victory. And this is why I say you need to run for office. Don't worry about the presidency. Forget about that for now. There's, there's, there's every chance in the world that that's beyond our reach at this point in time. As unserious as this party currently is, I have a hard time believing we're going to get serious in time. Put that aside. You need to run for office as an anti-communist. You need to fortify your local government. Maybe you need to run for sheriff. Ah, Jesse, I've never been in law enforcement. All kinds of sheriffs never been in law enforcement. You'll be fine. You need to run for school board, city council, board of supervisors. Get in your public library. It is time to begin the serious work of saving a republic. And the serious work of saving a republic, unbelievably, does not involve mugshot pictures. The serious work of saving a republic involves finding the institutions that control power and taking them over, or more specifically, in our case, taking them back. It is time to begin our march through the institutions. If you, want to begin, if you want to wear your Trump mugshot t-shirt on your march through the institutions, that is fine. Don't get me wrong. That is totally fine. But it's not party time. It's not fun time. 
And if you want to have fun while you're doing it, good. I hope you do. We try to have all the fun we can on this show, as you well know. If you want to have fun while you're doing it, great. Learn to make it fun. But this is not fun, fun, MAGA rally, woohoo, party popper time. This is communists throwing Donald Trump in a dark hole for the rest of his life and getting ready to do that to the next Republican challenger time. It's big boy get serious time. And I better, I better see a change in the mentality on the right where they understand it's big boy get serious time. If GOP primary results, again, for Congress and the Senate, which we have coming up here soon, if GOP primary results are, again, 20% of the GOP primary even bothering to show up to vote, I am considering just walking away from both parties. I am dead serious, just calling myself an independent because I find this lack of seriousness to be pathetic. I'm done. I'm done. We're going to have fun now. We're going to have an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. I had to get that off my chest. I'm sorry. I've been stewing on it all day long. Golly. You know what? You better get your emergency three-month food kit because apparently the people who are going to fight against such a situation, they're busy. They're busy having fun and whooping it up today. So nobody's fighting against that situation. They're taking away your freaking ceiling fan. Do you think these people are going to destroy your food supply? Of course they are. They've announced they're going to. They've announced their intention of it. My goodness. Without facts or economics on their side, they flatly deny what is happening to our planet and what we must do to save it. They incite a movement. Yeah. My Patriot Supply has emergency three-month food kits, $200 off. Go to preparewithjessikelly.com and get one for everyone who lives in your home before you need it. Preparewithjessikelly.com. We'll be back. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an ads. Dr. Jesse Friday. We're going to get to these questions in a moment. Just Chris is... Chris sometimes... I feel like Jewish producer Chris sometimes tries to keep my blood pressure up just to see how long he can keep it going. Don't lie, Chris. I can tell you do. Because you know I don't yell a lot on the show. I don't get upset like I just did. And when I do, I think Chris gets a kick out of it. So he printed this email I got to the show. And I'm just going to read this email and I'm just going to move on. The subject of this email is, do you recognize him? And the first line says, Jesus Christ innocent, persecuted, betrayed, abandoned, crucified, savior. And then the second line says, Donald Trump, innocent, persecuted, betrayed, abandoned, crucified, savior. And then this person finishes off the email saying, does he look familiar? I I can't. Chris, will you play some music or so? I just need a minute. I, I can't. You know, you know what? We'll, we'll play this. I'm sorry. I, I, I need a minute. I, I'm frustrated. I, 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 I am the Frito Bandito. I like Fritos corn chips. I love them. I do. I want Fritos corn chips. I'll get them from you. Oh, 
let's get to some ask Dr. Jesse uh, emails. You know what? No, you know what? No, let's pause on this for a moment. We're going to laugh about something real quick first. Did you know that 82% of New Yorkers call the migrant influx a serious problem? 82% of New Yorkers. Kathy Hochul's out there saying things like this. I've sent a letter to President Biden formally requesting immediate executive action in four key areas. First, expedited work authorization so we can get these people out of shelters and into the jobs. Financial support for federal housing vouchers, schools, health care, legal services, case management, and shelter for us to provide to these asylum seekers. The use of more federal facilities to construct new temporary shelters. And reimbursement for the cost of our National Guard, which have been on the ground at these shelters throughout the state since last year. Just remember who voted for it. Jesse, literally, you are my favorite talk show host. That's not very nice. Would you please explain BRICS in its recent expansion of nations to me and how it relates to the petroleum industry and the future devaluation of the American dollar? I'd like to be able to explain it to my liberal friends as well as my feckless low-T GOP congressman Ken Buck. <laughs> he has a hard time understanding anything. Love the show, even though sometimes what you say freaks me out. Her name is Kim. She says Semper Fi. Okay, let's explain this this dollar world reserve currency BRICS situation. All right, let's let's just lay this out. Okay, what does it mean to have the dollar as the world reserve currency? Well, we have so many different countries. Right, there are so many different countries. How many countries are there? There's over two hundred, two twelve or something. Is it two ten, two twelve? What is it, Michael? Whatever, it's something like that. So we have a bunch of different countries, and countries, for the most part, there are obviously exceptions to this. They have their own dollar. They have their own currency. Okay, I'll, I'll say it that way. They have their own currency. Now, because we have all these different countries, they're obviously going to do what nations have always done, and they're going to trade with each other. So let's say you're, you, you're uh, Uzbekistan, and I'm Germany. All right, I'm going to be buying uh, corn from you. I don't even know if Uzbekistan has corn. I'm going to be buying corn from you, and you're going to be buying coal from me. So it's corn and coal. We're going to trade that back and forth. Now, money has to be exchanged for that trade. right? When I'm buying your corn, I'm Germany. I have to give you money. But what money do I give you? I can't really give you the German dollar. What is it? The Deutschmark or something? I can't really give you the German dollar, the German currency, you don't spend that, and you don't even know what's Germany going to do to their currency. I don't know. Germany's had some upheaval. Okay, so let's do it in Uzbekistan's currency. Ha, ha, ha. Get serious. I don't even know that they have a currency. <laughs> Not doing it in that one. So we need a reliable form of currency. Now, let's pause on this for a moment. In the past... How was this handled before this was ever in America? In the past, how was this handled? Almost always this was handled with precious metals, gold and silver. You needed, you needed a currency that was universal. Well, I don't care if you're Mongolia trading with the Muslim empire in the Middle East. Gold spends in both places, baby. 
gold, what it's gold, silver, whatever it may be, copper. Look, it's various precious metals. It's not just those two. There are a bunch of them. But in the past, two different nations trading with e- with each other, they would use those as the currency. I'm going to buy this from you. I'm going to buy this from you. That's what they've used in the past. And then came America. And something happened, especially around World War One. And I'll finish up these thoughts in a moment. I didn't mean to take quite so long on that before I finish up these thoughts. Let's do this. Very clearly, we need an elevated level of seriousness and focus on the right. Very clearly... We are in need, all of us, of some chalk. Maybe maybe you don't need a male vitality stack if you're a dude. I would suggest that all of us do, whether you're 20 or 90. Every dude needs increased testosterone, especially these days. But maybe you don't need that. Maybe you don't need a female vitality stack if you're a woman. That's fine. I guarantee you, you need some form of natural herbal supplement to even you out, to get totally right. And the only place to get that is chalk. One, they're anti-communists. Two, they have the highest quality ingredients. Highest quality. They go to painful lengths to make sure they get only the best. And three, when you get a subscription and use the promo code JESSE, one, you never have to worry about reordering. And two, you get 35% off the lifetime of the subscription. C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code JESSE. Go there. Get what you need. Chuck.com. Promo code JESSE. We'll be back. The Jesse Kelly Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Don't worry, we're getting to everything from home invaders to to spaghetti to all kinds of things. We're going through bricks and and what it means to the dollar because someone was asking. And so we're going over right now just... A little bit of the history of the dollar. The, what, is, what, is, what does this brick stuff mean? Well, first of all, let's address the dollar being the world's reserve currency. Okay, nations used to trade with each other all the time. It was precious metals, generally what they used as trade. If it wasn't straight up trade, right, give me your corn, I'll give you my copper. If I'm just buying things from you or whatnot, or to back that up, gold, silver, precious metals, that's what was used. World War One comes along, and before World War One. You remember the British Empire, sun never sets on it, all those things. The British Empire was still the economic juggernaut on the planet and really the financial center of the planet w- during the beginning of World War I. Britain ends up draining its resources to fight World War I. And at the same time, America became the world's shopping mall during World War I. Our manufacturing sector was so robust Our economy was so free, so hands-off, that all these world powers like France and Britain and so many others, they needed everything from bullets to beans. They needed everything. And guess what? We're Supermart over here. Whatever you need, come and buy it. We got stupid wealthy during World War I. And by the time World War I ended, it was no longer London that was the finance capital of the world. It was New York City, New York City, which remains the finance capital of the world to this day. So now the world is in a place where they want to trade with each other still. That's something that's always going to happen. But what's the biggest guarantee? How do I know all this is on the up and up? How do I, if I'm trading, I'm Brazil and I'm trading with uh, with Congo Look, how do I know you're not going to have another revolt and the dollar's not going to collapse? Well, how do I know you're not going to have another revolt? Well, hey, hey, why don't we just trade in the U.S. dollar? The U.S. dollar, we all know that's stable as can be. Mighty America, huge economy. 
Even if it goes down a little, up a little, doesn't matter in value, it's never going to collapse. It has essentially been kind of a precious metal, a currency version of a precious metal because our economy has been so strong for so long. I didn't mean that to rhyme. Gosh, did that come off well, though. What, Chris? It did. Anyway, so it's been so strong for so long that that is how the world has done its currency. The reserve currency is the dollar, period. End of story. It's honestly, America's been so powerful. That's why most countries, many countries, most is probably not fair. Many countries will simply learn English as a second language. We just got back from Israel. You know, me, Chris, Michael, and the fam, the anti-communist fam, they all learn English over there. Now, I'm not saying they all speak it, but they all are taught it as a secondary language. It's just the way it goes. But what has that meant for you? And what has it meant for me? Well, yes, we have a huge economy. $20 trillion economy. That's enormous. It's gigantic. However, we have this problem. The problem is we can't stop spending more than we make. And this is a very common tale with mankind. Maybe it's your tale right now. Maybe you make $40,000 a year, but you spend $45,000, $50,000, and you're seeing that in your credit card bills. And don't think that that's just you. This might apply to you if you're rich, because rich people do this all the time. You see all these stories about these professional athletes and rappers. I made $20 million last year. Yeah, but you spent thirty. dollars Yeah, but you can get away with that. When you're, when you're the wide receiver who made $20 million last year but spent 30 you can get away with that. Why? Because there's still so much cash flow because you're still playing. So, yeah, even though you're behind, you're still bringing in so much money, you can still make interest payments. You can, in an emergency situation, hey, you're two months behind, you can plunk down a payment for this. Okay, let's shift around next month, I'll plunk down a payment for that because there's so much flow still coming in, you can get by just fine. What you don't quite realize is that wide receiver is the nanosecond you retire, that mountain of debt is going to squash you like a grape under the tire of a semi. Like a, like a grape. We are in the exact same situation nationwide. Nationwide. We now spend easily more than a trillion dollars every year more than we take in, more than a trillion, we are able to get away with that in large part because the world still uses the U.S. dollar as its reserve currency. So no matter what we do, yes, we're devaluing our dollar and things like that, and that's going to affect it. We're going to get to that in a minute, but the cash is still flowing. That wide receiver money's still coming in, baby. The problem will be when the music stops and there aren't any chairs left. You see, you can't do that without end. Spending a trillion more than you take in, and that's the low side, keep in mind. I think it wasn't it, I think it was Trump alone, eight trillion dollars added to the debt during his presidency. Obama, same thing. Bush, similar numbers. Biden will be even worse than all those. You can't do that. 
because eventually the dollar devalues as you're seeing, you're feeling right now with inflation, you're feeling, you feel the devaluation of the dollar when you go buy eggs, when you go buy meat, when you try to buy a car, when you feel it already in your life. Well, if you're feeling it with the price of a dozen eggs, do you think the world's economy is feeling it as they try to use this reserve currency whose value is going down? Of course the world's feeling it. Hey, I don't know about this dollar. I'm not totally sure about America. Man, they are spending a lot of money. And now that brings us to the other side of this coin. Because as so often happens in the world, in the history of the world, when that superpower, when that superpower who's been number one, you see endless historical examples of this, when that superpower who's been number one and has exerted his influence on on the world or at least the territory around him for so long, when he finally starts to lose his footing a little bit, He's been such a rock, so stable, and he finally decides to lose his footing a little bit. Oh, man, man, I'm kind of off balance. The world that he has ruled over does not run up to him and hold him up and say, Sir, we've got you covered. You've been with us. Now we're with you. Please regain your balance. No, what you find is all kinds of up-and-comers who want the spot of top dog, they see the top dog begin to falter, begin to lose his balance, and they run up to him and they give him a little push. Bricks is the little push that's coming. I just explained to you where we've been, what, what the situation has been with the dollars flowing and whatnot. Now I explained to you where we are. With the dollar faltering, faltering, interest rates going up to the point we will have to spend virtually all of our money just, just to cover the interest on the debt. And remember, the debt is rising so much, we will get to a point where all of our money cannot cover the interest on the debt. And do keep this in mind. I know this is financial stuff and it gets boring. Keep this in mind. What I just said is not a maybe, not a probably. That's not a Democrat, Republican, left, right thing. What I just said is a mathematical certainty. Certainty. We will get to a place where we can no longer cover the interest on our debt. Period. End of story. Keep that in mind the next time your Republican congressman signs on to another trillion dollar bill. Do keep that in mind. Now, what is BRICS then? Okay, the the top dog's teetering. He's losing his balance. Who are these people around us who are going to come give us a nudge? We'll go over that, and then we will move on to other things like Carlos Santana getting himself in trouble and home invaders. Let's do preborn first, though. Let's do something good. You see, we talk a lot about abortion. And are we pro-life? Are we too pro-life? Are we hurting ourselves? When what we should be doing is educating the population on what birth really is, on what pregnancy really is, on what that life growing inside of a mother really is. That's our leg up. Our leg up is the truth is with us. Preborn brings the truth to these mothers who are getting ready to abort their babies. They bring her an ultrasound, not a lecture, not screaming. Here's a free ultrasound, young lady. 
Listen to that heartbeat. That's your baby. She chooses life when she hears that heartbeat, and your $28 is what makes that ultrasound possible. Preborn.com slash Jesse to give that $28, all right? Sponsored by Preborn. Feeling a little stocky? Follow, like, and subscribe on social at Jesse Kelly DC. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Friday, and Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, reminding you you can email the show during the show. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Going over bricks right now that we're getting on to Santana and home invaders and spaghetti and legal matters and all kinds of other things on the Jesse Kelly Show. Now, that was, in case you missed it, I was recapping the history of the dollar, the world reserve currency, what that means for us, so on and so forth. Now, let's get to the BRICS portion of it. What does BRICS stand for? It stands for Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South America. BRICS. Brazil, Russia, India, China, South America. Do not major on the minor. Do not major on the details. Don't worry about pulling out a pen and jotting down what those countries are right now. Trying to None of that. that, that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Plus, it's already more than those countries. There are more countries adding on to that. What is it? What is it? Well, here's what it is. Maybe you've already heard, in case you haven't, the world is having a huge population problem. We are not making enough babies. As I've told you before, get married. Get married as young as you can. Once you find that dime or that man of your dreams, I'm not telling you to rush into it, get married and make babies, okay? One, it's the best way you can possibly rebel against this evil government Two, it's the best way to save your country. We're not making enough babies. But it's not just us. The, the, the civilized world is not making enough babies. Japan isn't making enough babies. South Korea isn't making enough babies. The Western nations are not making enough babies. We are not making enough babies to continue our survival. And don't think that this is kind of weird. Oh, Jesse, I don't want to talk about that. So this, this is stuff world powers are paying attention to. You know who is making enough babies? Africa. The African nations are making boatloads of babies. You know who else is making a lot of babies? India. Number one now in world population. Number one, India. China. Gigantic. They're number two. I'm not saying they're making enough babies. They're not. But their population is so gigantic. It's huge. Russia's also not making enough babies. They've had a problem there. But let's let's focus on Africa for, the, for this time being. Africa is making so many babies, so many new humans, that population-wise, they are going to be the center of the planet by 2050, all right? 2050. And there's something else. Africa has an overwhelming amount of critical resources the world relies upon. It's a lot more than just the cobalt mines, the child slavery mines that power that electric car you drive around to feel good about yourself. They do so much more there from rubber to uranium to so many things. Africa has these critical resources. So you have this continent with critical resources and you have this continent with people who are blowing up on it. And then you have countries like China and India who are tired of being second and third fiddle to America when it comes to the world stage. What's happening right now? Russia, 
China, especially, and India somewhat, they're digging their teeth and their claws into Africa and they're buying huge amounts of influence there so they will have control of the critical national resources, critical international resources, I should say. Keep in mind, this is all happening while the American elites, while the American people in charge are actively destroying any chance we have at accessing even our own resources. Without facts or economics on their side, they flatly deny what is happening to our planet and what we must do to save it. They incite a movement against what they falsely label climate change fanaticism as they conveniently forget that the dictionary definition of a cult is the dismissal of facts in devotion to a lie. They compound the already difficult challenge of the climate crisis by promising to do more of exactly what created this crisis in the first place. So now, humanity is inexorably threatened by humanity itself. By those seducing... Yeah. So here's the deal with BRICS. China, India, Russia, South Africa, Brazil, they see us faltering. They see us teetering. And they see this as being their opportunity to give us a little nudge. They don't have to, and frankly, they can't launch some kind of invasion of the American mainland, put, a, put about 10 Chinese divisions on the coast of California and have them start fighting their way east. They don't have to do anything like that. If you want to bring America to its knees, watch American politicians and policymakers, watch America's elites kneecap our own economy. At the same time, you simply create a new one. They're creating an alliance, a BRICS alliance, a growing alliance. And what this alliance is going to do is it's going to give nations around the world an option to move off of that pesky dollar as the world's reserve currency. Hey, did you see how much those Americans are spending? Just come on over. BRICS is fine. Look at how many nations we have backing this BRICS dollar. You'll be fine. No worries here. India and China are behind you. Russia's there too. Brazil has huge natural resources. So does South Africa. Come on. Come on board the BRICS train. This is not going to happen tomorrow. This is not going to be a fast transition. But this transition, if we keep spending like we do, and we will, is inevitable inevitable and now for the end when that day comes americans will see such a drastically reduced standard of living it will be difficult for many americans to accept and i'm not even just talking about the military cuts social security bye-bye medicare see ya have a good one medicaid no more Sorry, no, 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 nope, nope. Those big entitlement programs that, that blow up the budget, it's not that they want to go away or don't want them to go away. They are going away. Dollars and cents say they're going away. Americans will see change before them. And then they'll look around and they'll wonder, why did I keep voting for that big spending politician, Republican or Democrat? Huh. Anyway, do you have precious metals in your possession yet for when this day comes? Do you have good old-fashioned silver in your physical possession or gold? I don't care which one. Do you have it in your 401k or IRA 
What I just described to you is not a maybe, remember. It, it's not a partisan thing. You look at it any way you want. Pull out a calculator. What I just said is true. The time is coming. Whether it's in your life or your children's life, you're going to need those precious metals. Oxford Gold will set you up. They'll get gold and silver coins in your physical possession and mail them right to your front door. They'll get it in your retirement so you don't lose everything you've worked so hard for. And they do it all with a phone call, with an app. It's, it's nothing. Any, anyone can do it. And by the way, ask them about free bonus opportunities you might be eligible for. Give them a call. 833-995-GOLD. All right? 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. I promise Oxford will take care of you. 833-995-GOLD. Two hours left. Hang on. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.